I love lemon cake so much. I will never go there with you. This sounds terrible. What if you... I guarantee you would like the cake. What if you said... I shouldn't make guarantees. Please go with me to get <laughs> lemon butt cake. <laughs> please go me. Let's... let's uh, what's, that was a clever name. Let's be bunt about it. Oh, no. No, it wasn't that. Oh, bunt force trauma? <laughs> <laughs> you gotta go with me. <laughs> <laughs> You're beautiful by James Bunt? Is that what... <laughs> You're beautiful. This cake's beautiful for sure. <laughs> All right, another episode of the Backroads and Bonfires is here. Another episode brought to you by Vista Paints. Vista Paints, Chad and Tony at Vista Paints. Yes, sir. Storm Lake, Iowa, one of the best paint shops in the continental United States. You're not wrong. Nope, you get in there and you get your paint, you get your stains. You get your brushes, you get your rollers. They got everything you would need to complete your paint job. Sure do. And and they're going to have it for you at a good price. And if you want to make that price even better, please edit out your slurping of your soda. It makes me want to put a fist through my through your drywall here. If you want to make that price even better, you get in you get in there and you mention the Backroads and Bonfires podcast, you get 10%. 10%. That's first cousin price you're getting in there. 10% makes me want to do a cartwheel. 10% off paint makes me think I should repaint my whole house inside and out at that price. A triple dog dare you. <sighs> I accept. <laughs> I will paint my vinyl siding. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Burke. I was leaving church tonight. I could smell it. Smell what? It, I could smell it. It smelled like fall. Oh, it, was, really? it was cool. I could smell. What does it like smell a, like? I could smell a bonfire going in the distance. So I walked outside, instantly was hit with a bonfire smell. The temps were cool. The sun was almost completely setted. It's almost set. Or is it setted? The sun had almost completely set. Yeah, you just got to change the whole sentence. The sun had almost set. (laughs) Yeah. It was just, gosh, it was beautiful. It's almost soup season. And I love soups. Me too. Can we do, man, we need to talk more about soup in the winter. I think it's more of like a October November conversation. Okay, I love. I want to slurp and eat soup during an episode. Uh, my wife would murder you if she <laughs> had to listen to you slurping soup. <laughs> yeah, mm. she actually doesn't like any of your like food noises that you make on the pod. I don't make food noises because I don't eat on the pod. You make some sort of noises. You make a lot of noises. Well, I need to ask her what they are now, so I can do them directly into her ear Sunday morning. Yeah, she'll punch you in the eye. <laughs> uh, I like soups. I don't eat a lot of chowders, but I, I will have an occasional chowder. Yeah. Um, I like a nice bisque. Mm, yes. I don't love stew. It, 
It's good. Stew to me is too savory. It's like uh, gravy almost. It's like chunky gravy. Yeah. But I love it. Mm. Sticks to them ribs. Mm. 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 Um, all right. I got a few things to talk about here in the opener. This is going to be a fun episode. Get them off your chest. Uh, so a long time ago, uh, we had talked about crazy things we did growing up and stupid things we did. And all three of us had crazy fire stories. Something about young boys and fire just go together. When you're little, you just want to experiment with fire. I almost uh, burned our entire yard down when I started our doghouse on fire because mm-hmm. I wanted to see what happened when I threw some lit matches into our doghouse that it was bedded with straw. Oh, boy. Your brother's arm was completely on fire, and you put it out with sunny delight. That's correct. <laughs> and Tom, Tom nearly burned down his parents' house when he... <laughs> when he lit a decorative plant on fire. <laughs> and so I put on social media that I wanted people to share some of their fire stories. And so I want to share some of these listeners' fire stories. Okay. Uh, faithful listener Carrie, she said when she was little, she tried lighting the gas grill, singed her eyelashes, eyebrows, and bangs the night before school pictures. Oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah, that's an L. Wait, you want this? Yeah. Okay. There I'm going to go. read one. Oh, there you go. All We've right. got loyal listener Lacey. Yep. Why does it have to be boys? At like age five, I <laughs> snuck on the top of the refrigerator to light a match already with my parents in the other room. They could all smell the smoke. I never owned up to it. All us kids went to bed early for it. It starts at a young age for some of us. Lacey. All she did was light a match? If your parents are listening, it was Lacey. <laughs> Lacey's the one that lit the match, and all the kids had to go to bed early. Because of Lacey. Stinking Lacey. All right. Um, Carl. Carl's the man. Um, our C- youth crazy, pa- crazy Carl? Crazy Carl. <laughs> our youth pastor did a lesson on how the tongue is like a fire. Our words can be used to ignite passion and spark hope or burn and hurt and destroy. We all gathered around a burn barrel outside of the church. Each of us had to write on a paper the names of individuals we could hurt or have hurt with our words. Then we threw them in the burn barrel. Our youth pastor dropped a match into the barrel and began sharing the lesson like a fire burning up and destroying the paper behind me. Our words are like a flame that can be used to burn and destroy others if we have let them. Sounds like youth group was like a Dungeons and Dragons gallery. Anyway, uh, he turned around to see that the fire in the barrel was not going. It was then that he decided to dump a bit of gasoline into the barrel. Never a good idea. Like a scene in a movie, a ball of fire shot out of the barrel, lighting him on fire. Oh, my gosh. This sounds like it was a scene from Oppenheimer. (laughs) Our youth pastor panicked. Myself and another guy in the youth group tackled him to the ground, smothered him. He didn't have any severe or even minor burns, but his shirt was burned, and his beard and hair as well. It was in that moment that I learned the power of the tongue. The next youth group lesson was on how God forgives and heals, putting out the flame we've ignited with our words. Powerful stuff. The gospel is like an aloe salve. (laughs) You should read Tyler's. Yeah. All right. Loyal listener Tyler. Eighth grade. I burn off one eyebrow, killing a spider. (laughs) A lighter, a can of spray paint, if if it... It blew up on me, toasted some hairs, and fried one eyebrow off. I I hop in the shower to wash off the crispy hair smell, then shamefully went to tell my parents why I looked so weird. 
My dad could not stop laughing. You'll have to ask him about the time he burnt the kitchen curtains. Make sure Terry shares the excuse he offered to explain it to his mom. Okay, so you'll have to... A little inside baseball there yeah. on uh, who Terry is and some of these inside stories. Oh, that's fine. Um, not a really crazy... This is from Nathan. Yeah. Not a really crazy story, but my favorite chore growing up was burning trash. Since I was homeschooled, I could do it almost any time. I also made it take way longer than it needed to, so I wouldn't have to go in back. So I wouldn't have to go back inside and do more school. I tell you what, homeschooling is a is a whole other world out it's, there. It's a, it's a wild one. Well, thank you for submitting that, people. There were some others, but I didn't write them down. They weren't meh. They were meh. Uh, fireman, it's good stuff. The burnt hair one reminded me. Did you take like? lighters every now and then and just slowly graze it across your arm singeing your arm hairs no not even not even once i did that and that burnt hair smell is gross sometimes i would go out i went out my dad's shop on the farm and sometimes i would just spray starter fluid onto the ground and light it on fire and just watch it burn until it went out because it burned for a little while yeah it's exciting there's a dirt floor shop so i just sprayed in the dirt and light it love it um i don't know what it is about fire it's just majestic it's pretty cool i do have a thought okay I want to do a backflip. I've never done one. I don't think I have the capability. You might want to get working, buddy. <laughs> I think Come to that weight room with me. Time is running against me. Um, I just see people like when I was a kid, they do flips on trampolines, flips off diving boards. And I'm like, I don't, I don't have that capability. Yeah. Did you? No, I have a solid lineman's base. Oh, sometimes, some Backflips people can just like me do that stuff i i never thought to even try it on a trampoline because i'm like that's for sure oh, on a, a bro- trampoline i did that's a broken neck on a trampoline yes i did front and back flips uh off the ground no chance no chance whatsoever i just don't think i have the the what's what am i thinking of the accelerometer inside yeah. myself to to have the to know where i'm at in space <laughs> and like not land on my face or my head yeah you got to have a top tier accelerometer some serious explosiveness and a lot of strength core strength leg arm strength uh, you've just listed all of my weaknesses dang it core strength arm strength i think by 40 we could get you doing a backflip i do have strength of character does that help yeah always okay <laughs> <laughs> or the thing where you lay on your back and you like push up and you like jump up onto your feet off of your back oh yeah I've always wanted to be able to do that. Never can. You have, Honestly, to, be, you have to be weirdly athletic to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can't do it. Had a friend in college who could do all that stuff. Good for him. When did we get rid of power buttons on TVs? I couldn't find the remote for the TV in my bedroom the other day. And there's no power button on the TV. No. They make them now where like, if you don't have the remote, you're screwed. It's just unplug it. No, that doesn't matter. Like you can't turn the TV on. Um. Oh, I see what you're saying. You're trying to turn it on. I'm trying to turn it on. Man, nothing underneath or on no, top or anything. No, there's no it's buttonless TV. Wow. We've we've worked so hard to streamline it that I think we maybe went too far. Yeah, like everything. If I can't turn my TV on without the remote, we've gone too far. Mm-hmm. But I don't even know where the remote is. I don't think we ever found it. It's got to be around there somewhere. One of my kids probably took it. Hey, one time when I was a kid, we had this console TV, you know, the big ones. Oh, yeah. And we could not find the remote for like two or three days. No one knew where it was. And then I found it under my pillow. I like took it to bed. I was so sleepy. And I sleep with my my hands under my pillow. And I just stuck it under there and like didn't realize it woke up the next day and Everybody in the house was mad because we couldn't find the remote, and it was under my pillow. What'd they say? 
I thought it was funny. <laughs> but I never forgot that. That I, I was so tired, I didn't even know I took the remote with me. Sometimes I would be at a friend's house, and they would, yeah, remote would be gone. And Big Brother would make Little Brother, like, stand by the TV and say, all right, start changing the channels till we find something we want. Yeah, personal remote control. <laughs> oh, man. Um, is there something that you do that's super unattractive when you do it, but, like, when other people do it, it's really cute? I'm going to need an example. Uh, for me, it is the pouty bottom lip. Other people do it. It's adorable. And it's like, oh, don't do that to me. You're making me feel guilty. When I do the pouty bottom lip. Let me see. I look creepy. Do it. I don't know. You look pretty cute. Mm-mm. It's the mustache. I do it in the mirror and I like my chin gets weird. So you. And I don't. <laughs> the other day you were just doing the pouty lip in the mirror to uh-huh. yourself. I was. I wanted to see what I looked like when I made the pouty face. Is that on? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and uh, I was like. I look really stupid doing you that. You need to get like a cat or something. This is what you're doing in your free time? Mm-hmm. The pouty lip. I want to see what I look like. You think it's cute when other people do it? I think when other people do it, it sometimes can be very adorable. Do you want me to do it right now? Sure. See, you do a good one. I, well, I think you look fine. If I go up to someone and be like, please, they'll be like, ah! well, okay. How tall are you? Six one. How much do you weigh? Mm, 320. Okay, 6'1", 320 guy going, please. <laughs> Please, can you do this for me? Like, of course people are going to think it's weird. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. Baby wants his bottle. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. Size probably does play a factor. Yeah, you got freaking baby Huey over here. <laughs> oh, man. Can you think of something that you do that is not attractive? Yeah, but other people do, and it's cute or attractive. Um, I'm sure there's plenty of things I do that are unattractive. Um I don't know. This might be more of a question for like my wife. All right. Maybe flip your hair. Am I? Uh, no, I don't flip my hair. I don't know. It's such a weird question to ask. It is. It's odd. A better question would be like something you do that is adorable. Oh, my. Something I do that's adorable. Hmm. I mean, I'm a great hugger, but that's not adorable. I don't think I ever want to be hugged by you. It's good. (laughs) (laughs) Something I do that's adorable? I don't know. Probably the way I drive and judge other drivers. No, you are very, you just, you have strong opinions. Uh, So do I. Like, that's why we get along. Because, like, but. That's why the show works. Well, I do think a lot of our opinions are, like, sort of fake outrage. I think we generally like other people. Yeah. But we like to be fake outraged because it's kind of fun yeah like that person i was mad about earlier kind of like I'd probably, I'd probably get along with them great the person you were complaining about earlier in the text thread you me and tom oh yeah i couldn't believe you were saying that about your mom i was like dude <laughs> take it easy she gave life to you <laughs> oh man i'm kidding mary he was not talking about you <laughs> i'd have oh, to go shoot. back and look at the text thread i don't know who we were talking about but i'll take your word for it I don't even. Oh, oh, this was like a Facebook post yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. Somebody I've never even heard of this person. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I felt personally attacked by that text, but whatevs. <laughs> it's just like whatevs. <laughs> um, when you feel the group chat just zeroing in on you. Yeah. Sorry. Sometimes uh, life gives you vulnerable. Wait. Gives you lemons. Authentic. Lemons. lemons. You're oh. thinking about lemons. Oh, my gosh. 
That reminds me. Uh, first of all, I want to finish that sentence correctly. Life gives you authentic, honest friends, Make and we lemons. all need them. Oh, so my sister sends me a text like two hours ago. She was she had finished you up have, listening. You have a sister? Yeah, she's older so much smarter than me. Older. Okay. She texts me. She says, "Just finish up listening to the latest episode. You have to go here. Put some emotions, emojis, emojis with it. There it is. There's a place in Sioux Falls that." I feel Strictly. like you go to Sioux Falls like frequently. Mm, five times a year, maybe. Okay. My parents go a lot. Um, Do they have a timeshare? <laughs> no. And for all of you out there listening, please, for the love of Peter's Peppers, do not get into the timeshare bas- business. It's a bad deal. Anyway, um, there's a place in Sioux Falls. Strictly sells only lemon bunt cakes and lemon cupcakes. And it's awesome. She sent me the link to it. I opened it up and looked at their menu, man. It it looks awesome. Can you believe this? This is exciting. <laughs> this Only sounds, lemon bunk cake. This sounds disgusting. And they are like a really successful business. You should say, okay. I love lemon cake so much. I will never go there with you. This sounds terrible. What if you, I guarantee you would like the cake. What if you said... I shouldn't make guarantees. Please go with me to get women butt cake. <laughs> please go with me. Let's... let's uh, what's, that was a clever name. Let's be bunt about it. Oh, no. No, it wasn't that. Oh, bunt force trauma? <laughs> <laughs> you gotta go with me. <laughs> <laughs> You're Beautiful by James Bunt? Is that what... <laughs> You're beautiful. This cake's beautiful for sure. <laughs> And I saw her face. Dude. Oh, I and love I don't Lemon Bunt Cake. What to do. I can't believe we ever took James Blunt seriously enough for him to become a celebrity. Right? And he sang on the American Idol finale with, uh, I can't remember that big guy's name. He sang a song. Monst- <laughs> Monsters. We've all heard it. But he looked psychotic and weird. He makes fun of himself on Twitter. He has a great sense of humor. Like His facial expressions were crazy. Anyway, I, this restaurant sounds terrible. Um, do you remember the cartoon Garfield? Yeah. Do you remember the cartoon Heathcliff? Yeah. Two orange cats mm-hmm. at the same time. Very similar. That's kind of wild. Yeah. I, I saw a, a, a clip of Heathcliff the other day, and I was like, "This? how did this? This is like when they made two Steve, Steve They made two. Steve Prefontaine movies at the exact same time. They did. It's so there was weird. Prefontaine with Jared Leto and Without Limits with Billy Crudup. By yep. the way, the Billy Crudup one is a thousand times better. But I'm like, the odds of two Prefontaine movies at the same time are about the same odds as right. two orange cartoon cats at the <laughs> same exact time in American pop culture. Yeah, why would they do that? I don't know. Who okayed that? Yeah. Doesn't I, make any sense. I don't remember <clears throat> us like voting on this or a referendum. Huh. I think Reagan was president, so it technically it falls on him. Yeah, that says a lot. Yeah. Freaking Reagan. So, hey, I do have a shout out I want to give. Okay. Loyal listener, Luke Sarchit. Did he give money? No free shout outs. No, he gets a free shout out. All right. Luke Sarchit from Newell, Iowa. Mm-hmm. Luke's a great guy. He's boo. a hog farmer. You're just booing Newell. Uh-huh. But don't boo Luke. No, Luke's a good guy. Luke's a great guy. Yeah. Also, devastating post moves on Sunday night old man basketball back in the day. Yeah. Not when he was playing against me. But. He was like a Charles Oakley type. I watched him get into a couple scuffles. Oh, yeah. Did you ask him if he's gotten like five friends to listen? 
Because if you can prove to me that you've gotten five friends to subscribe to this podcast, I'll give you a free hug and a package of steaks. Uh, I don't use every conversation as a way to promote the pod. Oh, so I do. no, I didn't say like prove to me that you've gotten five people to download. But <laughs> that's all I do. Luke, you get five people to to download. It sounds like you got some free steaks coming your yeah, way. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, but uh, I have solved one of the world's greatest mysteries. Are you ready for this? Let me let me guess. Is it the Lindbergh baby? No. Al Capone, Good guess, Al Capone's vault? Great guess. Did you figure out where Jimmy Hoffa is? I have sources. We have an idea, but that's not what I'm talking okay, about. Okay, what do you got? I have figured out why girls go to the bathroom in groups. Oh, this is going to be so stupid. All right, hear me out. I can't think of anyone who knows less about girls than you. So <laughs> I look for... That's fo- lies. <laughs> I look forward to hearing this theory. All right. I figured out why girls go to the bathroom together. It's all they have for enjoyable pee time because you, they don't get to pee, pee freely outside like guys do. So enjoyable and great. Love it. Most guys do at least. Uh, I don't enjoy it, but go ahead. <laughs> so they have to go. Their group bathroom time is their time. Like, that's when they get to have fun peeing. So they have to make it a social event. So that's why they go in a group, because they don't get to pee with the privileges of men. So their way to enjoy it is to be social. Our way to enjoy it is that we can just really do it wherever we want. We just find a tree or something. Uh, so that's why women go to the bathroom in a group. Mm-hmm. This is one of the dumbest. Solved one of the world's greatest <laughs> no, it's mysteries. one of the dumbest theories you've ever had. Well, it's pretty sound, uh, sound to me. <laughs> Pretty sound to me. <laughs> when did you come up with this? I think I wrote it down like three weeks ago. <laughs> what were you doing when you're like, I'm going to spend the next five minutes really thinking about women and their <laughs> going to the bathroom habits and protocols? Honestly, I don't know. So many things I mentioned, I'll just be like in the tractor filling the feeder wagon or like walking across the farm to go look at a cow and it'll just pop into my head. Did you, you know some girls, right? I know a few. Yes. Yeah. Um, I know a few girls. You know a few girls. Did mm-hmm. you ask them about this theory? Hmm. No. <laughs> so you think you've... I was with your wife singing in church tonight. I could have asked her. Don't talk to my wife about pee habits. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. It crosses a line, <laughs> sir. <laughs> um, <laughs> so you have this theory about women, and you didn't think to check with any women to see if it's true. No. I just, I just know I'm right. Oh, that's... What do you um, think? You, do you agree? No, I don't. Okay. And I don't have anything to offer in its place because I haven't spent very much brain space thinking about women and they're going to the bathroom. I just don't think about it much. All right. I, th- I think it's more of a cliche. Yeah. I have never been out with my wife and another couple and my wife says to the girl, like, let's go to the bathroom. It feels like it's just a trope from sitcoms. It's not even true. Yeah. Now you might be right. The amount of times I say to my bros, like, "Bro, let's go pee it up," like all the time. <laughs> I do it all the time. I don't. I don't like to pee alone. I'd like to pee it up with you sometime, preferably not in a circular trough. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. See, the more we talk about this, the more uncomfortable I get because I'm clearly <laughs> bluffing. I don't want to pee with anybody else. <laughs> yeah, I think we figured that out after all these episodes together. I'm a big, big privacy guy. Yeah, you are a privacy guy, and I admire that about you. And because I'm not. Have you seen uh, workout injury videos? Oh, yeah. I hate watching those. Some it'll of be, them are tough. It'll be like, I actually 
avoid them. Like if I'm just like yeah. mindlessly scrolling Instagram reels and there's some guy doing a leg press and you can see at the bottom, like an emoji of a face doing like that, you know, you're like you quickly scroll. Yeah. I'm like this, this dude's legs are about to go inverted mm, right yeah, here. Not good. Or somebody's <laughs> clearly struggling with like a, a squat and you're like, this is going to be bad. I got to, I got to flip that. I can't, I don't like to watch people get hurt. It is tough sometimes, I will say. I watched one the other night that was unsettling. Although I did watch it like 14 more times after the first time I saw it. Do you remember when Kevin Ware snapped his leg in that NCAA basketball? Oh, it was awful. I've never seen the video. Are you serious? I've never seen it. You don't want to. No, I don't. It's bad. Does the bone come out? Oh, so out. It's one of the worst. It's one of the worst. And honestly, what's almost even more worse is... You see his teammates going over to check on him before a doctor can get to him. They can like surround him and like cut the footage away. And his teammates like all just like collapse onto the ground, like in tears with their hands over their face. It's bad. I, I was out of the room when it happened and then I, I refused to watch the replays. Yeah. Ooh, that was rough. That's gotta be one of the worst sports injuries. Yeah. That was, did rough. you ever get injured playing sports? No. How I many people did you injure? Oh, many. Yeah. I honestly never even like, I didn't even have a teeny little minor thing. I never twisted an ankle. Nothing. Really? I feel like I feel like it's a combination of the Lord has blessed me with uh, size and agility and thickness and toughness and big bones that are hard to hurt. Those are a lot of words. Yeah, let's let's do like a pro agility in the hallway right here. Show me. Oh. Show me how you can move. And then uh, and then I lived in the weight room. I've always been dedicated to the weight room. So I added to this already Glorious frame, more gloriousness. You are not lacking in confidence. Nope. Mm-mm. Uh, some would say that I'm a little over the top, maybe. Sometimes. Do you remember seeing a really bad sports injury in a game you were playing? Oh, yeah. Uh, senior year, playoff game. What sport? Football. Okay. One of my good friends was our starting middle linebacker. I walk up to him and he goes, Joel Corlew? No. Oh. He was starting safety. Uh, just Jared Garrison. Okay. I walk up to him and he's like, He's like pushing here on his elbow. He goes, Adam, I don't know where my elbow is. He's like taking his finger <laughs> and pushing it up Whoa. into a hole here. Oh, that's his not His elbow was like back here. And he had to leave the game. How does that even happen? I don't know. He was like taking his finger. He goes, I don't know where my elbow is. And pushing it up into there. And he ended up having to go. He couldn't play the rest of the game. We lost that game. Our season ended. Because uh, of Jared? He was, well, I don't know if it's because of him, but I mean, he was one of our best players. You're blaming Jared for your playoff game no. loss right now? No, I'm just saying we lost. What kind of a teammate are you? <laughs> and he had to go to the hospital. Yeah, he couldn't put it back in on the sidelines and had to get like surgery. And I don't know how to, I don't know what they did, but it was, I like almost threw up on the field when I saw him sticking his finger up in there. Yikes. Did you put your finger in there? Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's the only bad one I've ever. I think it's the only bad one I really ever witnessed in high school. The only the only bad injury I ever witnessed, I was a fan. It was at my brother's youth wrestling tournament. And this little blonde girl was wrestling this little Asian boy. And she snapped his arm. This ah. guy was hanging all weird. He's freaking out. They'd take him away. Oh, no. Yeah, I don't know how she was wrenching on it. But this little Asian boy got his arm broke by a little blonde girl. <sighs> I remember I was sitting in the crowd. I'm like, I don't think this is for me. <laughs> I did wrestle for two years in middle school, but I was yeah. really bad. Can I tell you something? Please. First of all, I was saying something before the Kevin Ware thing, and I forgot what it was. There's a lot of pee talk. Yeah. Anyway, uh, maybe it'll come back to me. 
So one of my biggest sports regrets, I have two, not following through with football in college to play for some of the colleges that wanted me for football, and two, not wrestling in high school. Because I was, I would go to like you'd, you'd actually choose wrestling over basketball. I would, see, this is the thing. I thought you liked basketball. I loved basketball. You'd have been a devastating. I was so do, you'd have been good a dominant at heavyweight. I was so good at wrestling. I would wrestle with my buddies and like just I was awesome. At shirts it. off, and I, <laughs> of course, <laughs> shirts off and spandex only. But I was like quick and like fast and super strong, and I just had a lot of energy for a guy my size, and I didn't get gassed. And I feel like I. Could have legit won some state titles in wrestling, but I loved, I loved basketball too much. You've been a heavyweight, right? Oh yeah, for sure. I feel like as a heavyweight, you could come in with very little experience if you're just big and strong, and maybe win a state title. Yeah, you're not coming in at like 106 with no experience. No. The lower you get in the weight classes, I feel like the more experience you have to have to be good. Yeah, although some of those heavyweights, a lot of them have gone to play football at Iowa and are freaks, but that's like bigger, three A, four A schools. But that's not every year. Why didn't you just pull like an Aaron Graves and just do basketball Honestly, and why wrestling? Didn't I? I could have done both. Why didn't I? But if I was in wrestling, I couldn't have been in speech. And I loved speech. You were not allowed to. You couldn't do both because they had all the Saturday tournaments on the same days as speech contests. So you had to choose. Love speech. Yeah. Well, <sighs> you have the gift of gab. Yeah. It was. I would have loved to wrestle. I would have been good at it. I have, <sighs> I have one more thought. Okay. We need to stop doing and this goes out especially to men but to some women stop doing the social media profile pic from your car Hmm. so many people are taking a picture of themselves sitting in their car and using it as their social media profile side angle or like when from like from the windshield view yeah they just hold a selfie they hold a selfie with the camera in front of them while they're just sitting in their car yes it looks dumb Adam, it's your YouTube profile pic for your Gmail. <laughs> Why would, wait. No, it's I, not. Yeah, it is. Because I turned on your TV and I clicked YouTube TV. Am I sitting in a car? Yes. Is that what made you think of this? Tr- yes. And then I thought, it, it seems like every angry, angry middle-aged man on social media uh, <laughs> is always like sunglasses on, picture in the driver's seat from like. Why? Why is that? Where so many huh. people are choosing to take their social media I'm profile mine pic? tonight. Do do please. I guess I think I thought I looked good, but I'll change it. And so many of the people that have these profile pics have very strong negative feelings towards the government. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Uh, if you if you just look at any sort of uh, angry response to something political online. Most of the profile pics are angry people in the driver's seat wearing sunglasses. I'm going to try to pay attention to this stuff now. You need to. <laughs> oh yeah. All right. I'm going to take a picture of my. I'm going to take a selfie of myself on a mic and put that as the picture. There you go. How about that? All right. Glad I could help. Glad I could help you help me. Help you help me. All right. You ready for the meat? It is time for the meat mm. of the episode. Uh, a listener told us that we should talk about this. I loved the idea. I think you loved the idea. And it is a Mount Rushmore of all-time high school vehicles. Like one of those grungy, high-mileage, old, honestly, don't really care if you like get sideswiped in them type of vehicles. I don't think we need to do like our own separate Mount Rushmores. I think this one's more of a collective. Oh, yeah. Collective for sure. I wish I would have wrote more down. I kind of forgot, but I'm sure more will come up. 
Um, There's like three for sure. Like 100% have to yeah. be on there. What'd you drive in high school? 1997 Chrysler Concorde. Leather seats, wow. CD player, moonroof. I feel like that was kind of rare for a high school vehicle. Well, it a was Concorde. It was like a churched up Dodge Intrepid. <laughs> it was yeah. like the the luxury version of the Dodge Intrepid. Also, do you remember the car company Eagle? Oh yeah, the e- Eagle had a very similar uh, motor carriage yep. that people could purchase. <laughs> motor carriage. I actually, <laughs> I had a friend who did purchase a motor carriage Eagle. Really? Yeah, we had a friend who had an Eagle, a white one. Yeah. Rolled it on a gravel road with four people in it and no seats. Oh, is this on the way to Burger King with some chicks? Yeah. And you just left them no, there? No, this was a different time. Tommy left you there. Tom left me in the ditch Tommy in the middle Pickles of winter. Tommy leaves folks in the ditch. Yep. Hey, you know who would never leave you in a ditch? You. Paint-wise? Vista, <laughs> Vista Paint. Chad and T-Bone. Chad, They're stopping if they see you. Bucky and T-Bone, if you're in a proverbial paint ditch needing paint badly... These guys are not going to leave you hanging. Nope. It's where you get, need to get your paint and paint accessories. This to paint Storm Lake. <clears throat> tell them, tell them Burke and Ped sent you. Backroads and Bonfires podcast. Yep. A little 10% off on the painting. Can't beat it. Can't beat it. Not, nope. even, not with a 10-foot pole. Like I said before, folks, you're getting first cousin price at that 10% <laughs> yeah, off. Yeah, buddy. Okay. Mount Rushmore of cars. What's one you think for sure needs to be on there? We'll whittle this down. <sighs> Man. I'm just thinking of all the ones that just littered the Alta there, parking lot back dude, in the day. There is one tried and true. It's a clear number. It's the George Washington of Mount Rushmore. The mid to late 90s Monte Carlo? No. Oh, that's what I had down. That was So many people in Alta had a Monte Carlo. It's the late 90s, early 2000s Ford Taurus. Ford Taurus. <laughs> How did I not think of the <laughs> Ford Taurus? That is the high school car from our day. My gosh. <laughs> I had like four friends in college that drove their high school like, tourists to college. Those Tauruses had like kind of rounded features, like the rounded headlights, the rounded front, like the yep. snub nose or the, the rounded nose of the car. Oh, yeah. Gosh, that's a good one. What do you think about the Monte Carlo? Uh, I would say it's my brother drove one. My brother drove like an 86 Monte Carlo Super Sport. It was freaking sweet. That is nice. It's the ones that look like Buick Grand Nationals. Yeah. We had um, like six people that were in the like the 90s ones. Like kind of long yes. and pointy. Yeah. When you think of Dale Earnhardt mm-hmm. Jr. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the Monte Carlos, I don't, I, I wouldn't put on the Mount Rushmore. All right. We'll circle back. Okay. Uh, some other ones that I had written down, we had a lot of Grand Prix. Thank you. The Grand Am and Grand Prix. Yeah. Grand yeah. Am, Grand Prix, like so many of them. And I feel like, and I'm stereotyping here, folks, so please don't get mad, but stereotypes are true for a reason mm-hmm. somebody's proving them mm-hmm. it was always like uh a girl driving a grand prix like a like a 94 grand prix uh she used she usually wore something like uh pajama pants with mountain dew logos on them and like <laughs> a nightmare before christmas sweatshirt or with those pajama pants like, like a fleece uh fleece zip up yeah hair hair that was dyed like four months ago but it still has some faint purple in it and her car smells like cigarettes. The volume knob is missing. Her boyfriend is really skinny and has a chin goatee. And they're either like fighting with each other profusely or like way too much PDA. Like, oh, yeah. That's the only two modes they have is breaking up and yelling at each other. Uh, and then like making out in the hallway and then ripping cigs in the park that parking lot afterward in the car there's some sticky like substance in the glove box from a pop that was spilled like three months ago her boyfriend wears a lot of fox racing gear yeah 
Yeah, they look and in the CD player is a probably a Lincoln Park CD or a puddle of mud CD yeah. maybe. Yeah, I knew this girl by the way. Like we had like three of them at our high school. And oh, here's yeah. the thing. Yeah, we had a handful. They were super mean unless they liked you. Then they were very nice. Yeah. But if you were popular, they hated you. Oh yeah. They yeah. all hated me. They they were kind of fighting against the man, but they didn't really know who the man was. Yeah. But yeah. Am I wrong about this? Oh, no, you're spot on. I'm actually thinking of a time when... Uh, they when... were always tired, too. They, <laughs> <laughs> they would always just be tired. Always tired. And that's like why. That's like how they would explain their grumpiness. You'd be like, why are you so mad at everybody today? I'm just tired. And it's like, <laughs> okay, well, you were just fighting with your boyfriend, Tyler, like three minutes ago yeah. in the hallway. Why? Can I say something? Go for it. How... Could kids from our era really be that tired? There wasn't a lot to do late at night when you were done hanging out with your friends. We didn't have like kids. I know kids nowadays that will stay up till four in the morning playing like games on their phone and then sleeping for three hours and going to school. I don't know what they were doing, but these girls always complained about being tired. Must have been watching like. And they drank a lot of Mountain Dew. VHS of some crazy show or something. And they drove the Grand Prix. Oh, they sure did. The Grand Prix was a- or the Grand Dam. Yeah, they were driving some sort of Pontiac. So many of those. Oh, and like two or three of the tires did not have hubcaps. <laughs> I had, I would say, I mean, I had a friend with a black one, a green one, a red, a blue. Lots of lots of lanyards and necklaces hanging from the rearview mirror. Too. Dice, maybe. A lot of just just a lot of stuff hanging from the rearview mirror. Yeah, yeah. All right, um, man. What's another one I think might act, could definitely be on it? So there was a lot of two-door Ford Explorers when I was in high school. Really? I don't yeah, remember any of those. shaped two-door Ford Explorers. There was, but I'm actually... No, I'm thinking Chevy Blazer. My there brother was, had a Chevy Blazer. There was way more Chevy Blazers. It lit Blazers. on fire while we were driving it on Highway 30. It <laughs> there almost was a killed lot, us. There was a lot of Chevy Blazers in Alta. Chevy Blazers up there. I think before that, though, the Chevy Cavalier... Cavalier slash wow. Pontiac Sunfire. They're the same car, but okay. the Chevy Cavalier was definitely a high school car. Right. Little two door coupe. Yeah, no doubt about it. Um, and I feel like if it was really nice Cavalier, it was what like the rich girls drove. Yeah. My cousin had a uh um what was uh, Sunfire? Is that what you said? Pontiac Sunfire. Yeah, she had one of those and it just engulfed in flames one day in her parents' driveway while she was in high school. Oh, you hate to see it. Wild. That's why you got to put the parking brake on. Yeah, a lot of vehicle fires in this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so we're, about, go, we're going Chevy Cavalier. Yeah, I think the Chevy Cavalier is a okay. is a. We're, and we're talking like when we were in school. I feel like there has to be a pickup or an SUV even, on there. No, no, I was thinking the Chevy S10. Oh, I have that. Or maybe down. a Ford Ranger the S10 pickup. Ford Ranger. I feel like. Yeah. Well, there actually was a lot of Rangers in Alta. There was S10s too. But there was a lot of Rangers. Don't you feel like there was always a band kid that was driving a minivan? <laughs> Never failed. <laughs> it was always a band kid, though. <laughs> Never failed. I don't know why. I don't know what the correlation is. How we got why why those two are connected? But it's always like a band kid that's driving the the minivan. His parents' old minivan, or his parents' current vehicle. I was thinking it was a she. It was always like a female trombone player. Yeah. Well, we had some guys who drove the minivan. Um, I had a friend who drove like a really nice classic Jaguar that his grandpa gave him. A Jaguar? Yeah. The Ford Ranger. All the Ford Rangers that my friends or people in our school had that I, it was all like, 
88 to like 93 two door the skinny ones before they got a little bit bigger talking about ford rangers yeah did and your, they were stick shift did your buddy always say like we should take the jag because no. if I had one, I'd have been insufferable. I would have said all the time. We can take the jag. Do you want me to just show up in the jag? <laughs> uh, it's, it's all right. I'll take the jag. Don't worry about it. You no, know what? I don't think he said that. I'll catch you guys later. I'm going to be in the jag. <laughs> oh, man. I don't think he, no, I don't think he said that. Man. My buddy had a 1973 Buick LeSabre. My buddy, Eric. I had LeSabre down. And uh, it was a boat. Yeah. And because it had electric seats, he referred to it as the caddy of 73. And he rigged up some uh, like home stereo speakers in the back window that were just loose, like they were wired up but not like fastened down. And they had like a wood box, you know. He literally wired up home speakers, and then he thought it was the funniest thing when he had a bunch of people in his car to just slam on the brakes because those wood speakers would come flying out of the back window <laughs> and just smoke people in the back of the head. Oh, uh-huh. he thought that was the funniest thing. One time we came out and this kid Joe was jumping on his the the trunk of his LeSabre, like a trampoline. And my buddy was like, come on, man. Like, you can't just jump on my car yeah. like it's a trampoline. He thought it was funny, though. Gosh, you did have a few cars who had those old, giant 70s land boat vehicles. Oh, yeah. We had a 79 Cadillac DeVille that I would drive occasionally. That baby was a tank. But you could fit seven people in it comfortably. My brother had a kid in his class that drove a Volkswagen Carmen Ghia. What? It's like the only one I've ever seen in the in the natural world. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen one. Yeah, they're an interesting little two door coupe, a Volkswagen Carmen Ghia. Gosh, a Lesabre. I had there was quite a few uh, Bonnevilles. Yes, my Elta. buddy had a Pontiac Bonneville. Yeah, a lot of Bonnevilles. That's a good high school car. It is. There's a lot of Bonnevilles. Um, yeah, the S10 pickup. What else did I have? I think I talked about everything I had written down. There were so many. There was one time that we took a guy's, uh, we packed a bunch of snow, and we were, during shop class, able to get out there with a forklift and lift this guy's car onto the snow, so he couldn't drive it. His tires were off the ground, his car was sitting on top of a bunch of snow he packed in. Sounds like a delightful hijinks. <laughs> and he was so mad. I don't blame him. Oh, man. I drove a I drove a 97 Chrysler Concorde, and then right before I went to college, my parents got me a Grand Am. Man. And I loved that car. Living it up. You know who else had that car? Same car. Chad Buckholtz, Vista Paints. Grand Am. <laughs> Mine was a 99 Pontiac Grand Am SE. Little 2.4 liter quad four. I wasn't four, too old either. Little four banger. Horrible engine, but yeah. fun car. I had a 91 two-tone blue Dodge Dakota. I freaking That's love the That's the thing. one you went twisted metal into Tom's car, right? Oh, yes. Okay. It had a V8 5.7 liter engine in it. It had power for a little thing, and it would get cruising down the road. I miss that thing. Teeniest little backseat ever, but we always pack three people back there and just <laughs> had the best time cruising. Did it have like those jump seats that faced inward for the back seats? No. Okay. Do you know what one I'm talking about where they face it? Yeah, my buddy's dad had one of those. Yep, I do. What do you think the high school cars are now? I feel like I see a lot of Chevy Impalas. I see a lot of those. I see a lot of Jeeps. Oh, really? Um, a lot of like Ford Fusions. Yeah. Um, yeah, Impala's still big. Did we did we live in the golden era of a high school car? I truly think we did because when our dads were there, they were like actually nice cars. They're big land boats, but they're really nice. Like muscle cars. Yeah. And then we came along and we just kind of like took pride in our little junk mobiles we yeah 
We didn't have super nice cars. No. Every once in a while, there'd be a rich kid driving like a Chevy Camaro. Yeah. But that was few and far between. Or or maybe a rich girl had like a Ford Mustang, like uh-huh. a, not the crappy 80s ones. Thomas, <laughs> Thomas Hansen had a little red Mustang. Really? So small and uncomfortable. What, what year? I, I hated every second of it. Like uh, mid-90s? Mid-90s. Or, or, or like the early 90s when they looked like not like Mustangs I at all. I want to say it was like a 93. Okay. That was back when they went to like the more of the classic Mustang mm-hmm. look. Yep. Yeah. But I just remember there was a couple of friends who definitely cared about their cars. But a lot of us like had a bunch of like thousand dollars some of my buddies drove like three hundred dollar gmc well, like, jimmies and we just love to beat the crap out hand, of them. hand-me-downs too like i only got my car because my mom got a new car and she's like you can have this one mm-hmm. since you're 16 yeah my friends like when we were uh, what were we like i think we were in junior high one of our brother or one of our buddy's brothers came back from college and coached a baseball team for the summer and so then like two years later he goes to like sell his car that all the kids loved it was an old gmc jimmy and one of my buddies bought it for 250 bucks, and we just drove that thing like crazy for a year. What's the... I, I'm trying to think of the vehicle that this would be in, but when we were in school, too, dudes would put, like, the biggest subs in oh, the back of the car. And they were so the stupid. Many of my friends had subwoofers. My brother had them in his Chrysler LHS, which you want to talk about a luxury vehicle. That yeah. thing had the comfiest seats ever. That is nice. And my brother also laid his seat so far back when he drove... It was like comical. Like you would see his head in the back window. That's how far back he was. <laughs> Dude, but I we'd like- be in we'd be in his car and he would flip the subs on and we'd listen to like rap and it was like <laughs> and you're like, I can't hear any words your, at all. Your head is vibrating. It's like I feel uncomfortable. Like, I feel like one of the baseball boys this summer was like, Oh yeah, I'm gonna get like subs. And I was like, why? Cause like and I forgot how dumb they were until the other day at the country store, like a 30-some-year-old dude drove up and, like, he hadn't closed the yearbook yet because he still was blasting subs and left, like, his radio on way, got gas. Of and we're like, we're like, my guy, nobody is impressed. Like, nope. you got to grow up here. This is nope. this is teenage behavior. I- and the <laughs> subs were so loud and vibrating, like, you couldn't hear this music. And I was uh-huh. like, who still thinks this is cool? This is <laughs> sad. I had three teammates on the baseball team when we'd always get there for batting practice. You knew when they were coming. You could hear him from blocks away. And then it just gets closer, closer. Uh, Listen to like ludicrous. Oh, yeah. I hated being in their vehicles with them when they wanted to crank it. Like, I didn't want to hear that at all. One of my buddies who's actually coming to town this weekend, he. Harvard Derek? No. He packed, he put some subs into his little uh, Beretta. Oh, yeah. The Beretta was an awesome car. That thing was so. Who made the Beretta? (sighs) Chevy? I honestly don't know. But, man, that thing was awesome. He would drive that out to the farm, and then he'd veer off the road and drive down into the ditch, and he'd take the ditch out to the farm. You know what was a great high school, like early 90s high school car was the Chevy Lumina. <laughs> How did I forget about Especially the Lumina? Especially like the Eurosport, like yes. the Chevy Lumina Eurosport. The Chevy Lumina. That was a great early 90s high school car. I, I don't remember a lot of, Lu- well, Luminas were kind of like low-grade Monte Carlos. Yeah. There were still some in existence when we were in school, but man, it was more Lumina. of an early '90s thing. Gosh, that's an awesome one. Yeah, I'm so trying to- if we're going Mount Rushmore, like number one, Fort Taurus has to be on there. Yep, and then I think you got to go Grand Am slash Grand Prix. Are we going Chevy S10 or Ford Ranger? I would say the Ranger slash S10. They're okay. very similar, and then you got your Chevy Cavalier. Yep, that's like your Mount Rushmore. Yep, those were some good ones. 
knew uh knew many many of them yes gosh what did all my uh what was that little thing that gosh there was such a puny little thing my buddy joel drove but i don't toyota even... tercel oh toyotas I didn't even think of any toyota i don't remember a lot of kids driving camrys though they're they're like no, they came along like mid 2000s you drive a camry you're working at like a software company and like you're making decent money <laughs> or a honda yeah, no one's driving Honda Accords back nope. in our day. Mm-mm. I don't feel like a lot of people are driving Honda Accords now for kids. No, there's not. Uh, <sighs> yeah, I think I think we nailed it. My I'm girlfriend sure in high school drove a head. Mercury, but it was like um, find me a Mercury and cruise it up and down the road. It was a little thing. Remember Ford Escorts? Oh yeah, that was the early '90s. One. Yeah, Ford Escort. If was we're awesome. going early '90s, it'd be the Lumina and the Escort and some other stuff. <laughs> I know we're missing something awesome, but it it will come to us, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean the Dodge Intrepid is an honorable mention. Wow, there was some decent number of Dodge Intrepids. That was kind of like the Dodge version of a Monte Carlo. I thought kind no, of similar intre- look. Intrepids were four door. Yeah, they had like that pointy look, kind of. I don't think Dodge had an wide answer. front that kind of angled down. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Did your friend? Did a lot of your friends put the bra on their car? I had no. some friends who got all that. Now that is Monte Carlo behavior. Yeah, I got Monte Carlo folks always put that black leather bra on the yeah, front. They loved it. I, what was the point? Uh, Bugs. I thought it was dumb. Or oh my gosh, when friends would put the uh, um, what's the big wing thing? What they call them? Spoiler. The spoilers. People would put spoilers on their cars. I totally forgot about spoilers. Some cars came with them. Yeah, you had friends that would like aftermarket like Fast and Furious bolt them on. Spoiler. Yeah. Oh, we didn't have that. Me and Brett Hahn once That's at least at least once every two weeks we would go to Arnold Motor Supply or O'Reilly's or something and like just look for random little trinkets that we could pimp our cars out what with. Is, what kind of car did Brett drive? He had a ninety seven Monte Carlo. Nice. We would go like find like the lights that we could plug in that would flash that you could put around your C D player, flash with the beat. Get the dice. Remember the C D players that were like the, the aftermarket ones where you could pop the faceplate off? Oh yeah. So people couldn't steal them. Yep. Yep. I had one. Uh, yeah. Cool seat covers. All sorts of just little trinkets that you thought made your vehicle look really cool. I, I was not into pimping out my vehicle in Man. any way, shape, or form. I've been I've actually been looking into old like 80s, 90s blazers again on Marketplace right now. Kind of getting in the vibe for one. Um, I had a friend. Weren't who, you looking for like a Ford Bronco? I was, but they're too expensive. They're way too. They're so they're so hot. Right I now. had a friend who had a who had a 94 white Ford Bronco. OJ. <laughs> is your friend OJ in high school? The juice is loose. And he loved that thing. Yeah, I love driving my dad's '79 uh, GMC truck occasionally. One ton pickup to school, stick shift, all loud. It was fun to like have a girl hop in your truck with you and show her you know how to drive stick. Did you? Do you think that impressed him? Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> in my head, it did. You you are forever the king of thinking something impresses girls when uh-huh. I'm not when I'm not sure that it did. <laughs> Probably not. And he's and you're like, want to watch me shift this truck with my four pounds of gel in my hair? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, good times! Gosh, I'd love to just pull into the parking lot one last time with me and my buddies and all of our high school vehicles. And your subwoofers blaring. Yep, subwoofers blaring. I'm hanging by moment here with you <laughs> in a lifehouse. <laughs> I don't know if lifehouse is the kind of music you're supposed to listen no. to on subs. That just that's the first thing that popped. You'd probably in my listen head. to the Cisco the Thong song. Uh, definitely. Or into club by Fifty Cent. That was big when we were in high school. 
was he's probably like the, about the summer we graduated. Yeah. Probably right around there. Yeah, or Nelly. But otherwise, oh, I remember like th- the three radio stations I would flip between. Yeah. Especially if I hadn't bought the CD yet of what, what I wanted to hear. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes you're like, oh, this is all new music and I don't have these CDs, so I'll listen to it. Yep. Yeah. I even had a radio station my buddy and I used to call into. It was the alternative station out of Ames for Iowa State University. Yeah. Because there was no radio stations back then that was playing like Jimmy Eat World or stuff like nope. that. So we could call and we would call and request. They were good about that. I, uh, when I would come back from college after I like had a phone and stuff, I had like four or five different radio stations, phone numbers saved in my phone. So when I was out, when I was back for like harvest or planting output in long days in the tractor, I could buzz up the old station and request a song. I Is have, that a thing anymore? Do people call in radio, like song requests? I don't know why a kid would. They have every song at their fingertips. I guess they don't, yeah, I guess they don't need to. I had a radio station number memorized because I would call and I got the busy signal so much. You just keep calling. And then you finally get through and you're like, can you play Blink-182? And I remember me and my buddy Derek um, were driving around Des Moines and we called and requested Blink. And I remember the guy was like, this song goes out to Derek and Ryan who are cruising around Des Moines. And we're like, yeah, that's us, man. And they played Blink. And it was Whoa. super awesome. Dude, there was – talk about a great feeling when it's, the radio's just kind of been a bummer and all of a sudden an absolute banger comes on that you love. I uh, called in once. I remember I was with two friends driving home from Sioux City. And it was the summer that uh, All Summer Long by Kid Rock was big. I don't and, think I even know that song. And I love that song. We were trying different things. And oh, we that were song smoking. sucks. Yeah, so I called you the, like that song? And I called the radio oh. station as a joke to request it. And I was like, "This one's and I say that this one goes out to the boys in Elta, and it comes on, and the radio DJ goes, "All right, and now for the most overplayed song of the summer." And he like totally threw shade at me and called me out on the radio, and all my friends were texting me like, "Oh man, he made fun of you." <laughs> Do you remember when you would flip like radio stations and you would? hear like a song you really love that you gotta remember kids back in our day if we didn't if we wanted to hear a song we couldn't always just listen to it yep if it wasn't being played and you didn't own the cd like you weren't going to hear it no so you remember like flipping stations and let's just say the song was um i miss you by blink 182 yep and right when you flip it's the chorus and you're like yes Please be the first chorus. I know. And then so all of a sudden, and a more minutes all of it. sudden, you start hearing Tom sing his verse, Tom DeLong, and you're like, "Dang it! This is the second chorus. Like yep. the song's almost over." Yeah, what a defeating feeling. Or, or you flip and it's the chorus, and you, you find out it's the chorus after the last bridge, <laughs> yeah. and you're like, "Dang it! I only have like ten seconds of the song." Yep. And I was super excited that hear to hear the whole song. Sometimes you get those times too when you'd like one, two stations be playing the same time. So, uh, same song, same time. And you're like, whoa, this is wild. This is Did like, they coordinate this? This is like songception. Yeah, crazy. Uh, <sighs> what a time to be alive. Uh, all right, Burke. Guess what I did yesterday? Um, You did parkour. Parkour! I could have where I was. I was at the state fair. Oh, this is like your favorite place on earth. I love fairs so much. Festivals, crowds of people. Good food. Rena- Rena- Renaissance fairs? Never been. Job fairs? <laughs> <laughs> Don't like job fairs. Okay. <laughs> so the the state fair, the food selection is just insane. I tried, I wanted to try like 12 things. I, I tried like eight. I just couldn't do it anymore. 
I was hemorrhaging food. I can't believe you threw the towel in on a food type thing. Did you eat too <sighs> much of each food? Like, no, that's the thing is like I was eating only half of things or getting the smallest amount possible. Or sometimes I would just throw away half the thing I got because I wanted to save room for the next thing. Mm-hmm. And I just got full. I think the problem was the liquid that fills in the cracks. I drank orange aid and had a couple beers. I think it fills in the cracks and I shouldn't have done that. What is orange aid? So glorious. Hey, happy you asked. I had it written down. Okay. It is a lemonade, but they add fresh squeezed orange to it. Dude, so good. You've never had food that you didn't think was the greatest, though. I didn't say greatest. I said so good. Okay. But it was good. Okay. <laughs> it was, is it on your Mount Rushmore of AIDS? I, <laughs> like lemonade? Oh, 100%. Lemonade? <laughs> uh, I would definitely say I like it more than lemonade. That or I mean, but That's I'm, I'm, a, I'm a huge orange guy. All you guy. do is talk about lemon this and lemon that. But I am a massive orange guy, and I do like lemon cakes and lemon desserts more than orange. Although orange cinnamon rolls, whoa, they're so good. But like orange sun kissed, orange sucker is my favorite sucker. I love them so much. But man, it was good. It was refreshing. It was getting kind of warm to the end of the day. Just that nice orange aid was delicious. Anyway, so I started off by eating. The lobster roll. I opted for the cheaper route, got the $29 lobster roll, not the $55. It had sweet corn and bacon, uh, sweet corn aioli, bacon, and then big, thick chunks what, of what lobster. What is a sweet corn aioli? How do you make aioli out of sweet corn? So my guess would probably be that they put mayonnaise and sweet corn and maybe a little olive oil and like a certain seasoning in a, in a food processor and pureed it till as smooth as can be. Hmm. The sweet corn aioli was really good. So there's not chunks of corn. No, it was smooth as can be. Okay. And bacon chunks on top of big old fat lobster chunks. I really, I should have asked what type of bread they use. This bread, holy cow, was it good. Is it the kind where the slits in the top? Yeah, slits in the top and it was like toasted on the side. Oh my gosh. Then I had a bacon and brisket, mac and cheese, deep fried grilled cheese sandwich. Yuck. That sounds terrible. No, it was good. Honestly, all I, that was deep fried. Yeah. I did think that it was going to be better than it was. It was still really good, but I, I in my head, I thought that it would be better, but it was still really good. <clears throat> Had a deep fried pork belly on a stick. Delicious. It was like glazed with some kind of like sweet bourbon sauce. Fantastic. Uh, had the pork belly pinwheel. Pretty self-explanatory. Long piece of thick pork belly into a pinwheel. They cook it. And then you can get it dipped in a certain sauce. I got it dipped in a sweet bourbon glaze that was completely deceptive. It was so spicy. And I love spice. It was too spicy. Uh, do you have questions or comments? I'm not. I, all of this just sounds. Is it up your alley? No, it sounds <clears> like. <throat> and I'm not even like that healthy of an eater. The, this just is so over the top. <laughs> That's the fair for you. Yeah, and that's that's. I'm just so not a fair guy. Yeah, but all this stuff just sound makes me feel like full and uncomfortable. Sure. Yeah, and I'm sure like I wouldn't mind all these things like taking a bite, mm-hmm. but I'm just imagining like a ma- like a big deep fried grilled cheese sandwich with brisket in it, and you're like, yucks, dude. That are you got you can't be having all this yawning on the pod. That sandwich line was so long it went fast they were a well-oiled machine but it was really long then they won best new uh, best new food at the fair um i had the cool ranch breaded deep fried pickle very hot 
How it's like a full pickle, a full on like the like a yeah the big like circular one. They kind of like cut slits in it, so as you took bites, it like had a nice little like chunk come off at a time, which was gr- glorious. But I did not let it cool, and all that lava hot pickle juice shot out all over my lips and inside of my mouth and my cheek. And it was how it, much money do you think you spent that day on food? Oh, I uh, well between me and my buddy who was videoing. For YouTube video, I bought his food for him too, but I spent like over two hundred dollars. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's how it goes. It's one time a year. It's like vacation. Uh, blueberry mini donuts won best food at the fair two years in a row. Had those; they were incredible. As I was in line, a huge crowd of like cameras and reporters and stuff come over and they make this big announcement that they have won best food at the fair. And then I went over and snagged the owner and said, well, since you won, you got to do a YouTube video with me. And I tried the donuts with him and interviewed him as part of the YouTube video, and there you which go. was cool. Uh, and then I had the orange aid, went to the Iowa craft beer tent. Good little choices there. Uh, a lot of foods I wanted to try that I did not. Iowa Twinkie. What is that? A cored out jalapeno stuffed with cream cheese and seasoning wrapped in bacon and deep fried drizzled barbecue sauce. It sounds like a jalapeno popper type thing. Kind of. Uh, Korean bacon egg dog I wanted to try. Never found them. That just sounds like a Mad Lib. <laughs> Korean bacon egg dog. Uh, the bacon mac dog I wanted to try, but never, too full. Grinder ball was one of the top three new foods. You know what a grinder sandwich is? <laughs> I'm sorry. What? Grinder ball? Yeah. It was like all the meats that was like a grinder in. Sounds all. like one of those sports that would be on like TNN when we were kids. Like <laughs> we got slam ball and roller derby followed by grinder ball. Yeah. It looked, I heard it was awesome from people. They just take, I know what a grinder is. Yeah. So it's kind of like that, a ball wrapped in bacon stuffed with mozzarella deep fried. Why does everything have to be deep fried? Everything's, uh, everything's deep fried. Um, there was a Japanese udon noodle stir fry tent there that smelled unbelievable. And I wanted it so bad, but I got too full. I feel like these state fair vendors just spend a whole year just in the lab concocting the craziest freaking thing they can think of. And then always at the end, and what if we deep fried it? (laughs) Yep. And uh, speaking of an iconic thing at the Iowa State Fair that I'm mad at myself I didn't get to, deep fried butter. That is the bridge too far. I've I've had friends try it. actually say it's really good. But uh, that sounds so rich and horrible. I feel like if you if you eat deep fried butter, you're crossing a line of self respect that you can never go back from. <laughs> I know many people. You're who forever have eaten the it. guy who ate deep fried butter. Yeah, and it has like a little cinnamon flavor to it. I guess everyone says it's really good, but it's deep fried butter. Yeah, I can't. I can't bring myself to do it. Yeah. Um, couple observations from the fair. First of all, I made a YouTube video there that's going to be awesome. Can't wait. Um. There's a lot of obesity in the Midwest. Need to fix that. Okay. Um, Midwest women. Thank, thank you for your service. Yeah. Midwest women are the most beautiful women. So many gorgeous women there. And they're just more wholesome and beautiful than these women you see on the coast. The, you know how people from the coast like seem to hate the Midwest? You have the opposite. <laughs> like These women are the coastal elites. Yeah. They're not as good looking. Nope. Our women have substance to them here. <laughs> hey. um, and then... What? I just feel seems like a broad brush you're painting with. <laughs> uh my last thought from the fair is the hover around industry is definitely in the black. Yeah. They're doing well. <laughs> so many of they're them. They're doing very well. Oh my gosh. Uh it was a great time. I walked a lot I walked eight point one miles. Is it still going on? Gets over Sunday. You should go. 
Uh, no, I do not want to be anywhere near the <laughs> Iowa State Fair. No, thanks. <laughs> yeah, you don't even like the 4th of July. The State Fair would be your personal hell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like what the 4th of July represents. I do yeah. not like going to 4th of July parades. Yep. Sorry, I worded that poorly. Yeah, you made me sound so unpatriotic. <laughs> uh, it's a great time. I got 8.1 miles in, 1,200 calories. Just had a good time. It was it was awesome. I'd be the guy at the fair going, uh, excuse me, do you have a salad? Can I get a <laughs> they salad? They do have health foods there. Oh, like what? Deep fried lettuce. Yeah, like deep fried <laughs> lettuce. or There's a section of the food thing on their website where you deep can like, fried click tofu. on health foods. Yeah, deep fried tofu. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Uh, great time. Gosh, I love it. That was my first time back at the State Fair fat, since I was like 14. Fat-free deep fried lard. <laughs> I, had, I hadn't been there since I think junior high or high school when I went with my family. You hadn't been to the Iowa State Fair in that long? Yeah, because we always just go to Clay County. And well, that, it just seems like your thing. That just gets the itch. But I think I might go to State Fair every year and do a video now. I had a great go. time. I was wearing a... Did you interview the butter cow? No, I didn't interview the butter cow. But just had a great time standing in a giant in the middle of a giant mass of people with my buddy with my camera pointed at me. And I'm just sitting there talking and doing... Were people looking at you like, trend. who's the celebrity? People were... I don't know if they were thinking that. A lot of people were like staring like, what's going on over here? Well, it's insane to me that you did this and we're not wearing a backroads and bonfires t-shirt the entire time yeah you're missing chance you could have just promoted the Dropped pod big time thousands of thousands. people yep a lot of people would have seen that shirt yep i was happy now i'm sad <laughs> i smacked you right back down to reality <laughs> all right should we do a 90s quick hitter and call tonight i think we should do a 90s quick hitter okay but first oh I think we got to acknowledge Vista Paints. Yeah, we've we've given them enough airtime. This this show wouldn't happen without them. (laughs) (laughs) You're not wrong. These it's it's the podcast brought to you by Vista Paints. So, folks, we don't need to tell you again. Get your butt over to Vista Paints and get some paint and stain. Yep. All right. What's the nineties quick? Go shellacking crazy. Yeah. Just (laughs) is that a thing? Um, Did I say that right? I think so. Shellacking crazy, or is that what women do in their fingernails? I think it's any. I think it's like a clear coat that you put oh, okay. on a lot of stuff. Nice. All right, nineties quick hitter. Do you remember playing the game Heads Up Seven Up? Oh yeah, growing up. How just, awesome was that? Just devastated if you didn't get picked. I know. Like honestly, if you didn't get picked, you were holding it personally, especially when your head would go up and the girl you liked was up there. Nothing will make you question. You don't like me. Nothing will make you question your social status among your classmates other than not getting picked for Heads Up Seven. Yeah, man. Did you cheat and try to look at the shoes? No. I did. No honor in that. I think I did. I do remember when it was when I actually got the chance to be up there, you try to touch their thumb like so faintly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you try not to to give anything away. And then yeah. you go to your buddy and you're just like giggling. And sometimes what I would try to do is touch the thumb when somebody else was being really loud near them because then they would never think it was me. That's genius. Yep. We were strategizing in games from a young age. Mm-hmm. I like to go up to people and I, I pinched. You I, pinched their thumb? I would go, boop. Did you say boop? No. Something tells me you were picked every time. Like like people always knew it was you. Probably. You don't, don't seem don't like a stealth. You don't think it seemed like a stealthy guy? Yeah, I probably wasn't. And I was probably dragging my feet, pie. There was on those on that hard car. We go. <laughs> well, here comes Adam. I bet all your bolts and nuts necklaces were loud too um i don't remember 
there was no point to have that seven up. Like you can't win. Mm. You just play it for a while until you don't want to play anymore. Yeah. But how exciting was it when the teacher said it's time to, we're going to play it. Heads down, thumbs up. Gosh, it was good. Do, uh, do you think kids do this anymore nowadays? That's a good question. Do they do games? Because we also played the couch game. That was when we were a little older, though. That was youth group. And could understand it more. That's where, like, everybody's got a piece of paper, and you're trying to get, like, all the boys on the couch or all the girls. That was yep. a youth and group you game. And you got to try to figure out who – got to remember who's – because it's not their real name. They're well, as soon as name. they sit down, they swap names. Yep. Yeah. That was a good time. Yeah. Heads up, seven up. Man, what a time to be alive. We should get a game of heads up, seven up going sometime with some adults. I'm totally down for that. Yeah. All day. I've always wanted to throw a 90s-themed party. Can where, I help plan it? Where like the music is just 90s. Yes. The clothing, you have to wear 90s clothes. Oh, yes. And then we do things like play Heads Up 7-Up. Bro, let's go. I think and we should fun. even look for old cars to drive. Like like a Lumina. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go find Luminas, Cavaliers. We got to. We got to. I think a 90s theme party sounds really fun. It sounds amazing. All right. That's all we got, pal. Uh, thanks for listening to the pod, people. You should tell a bunch of people about it iHeart, Spotify, Apple, all that good stuff. Uh, exciting videos are coming up. They're taking a little longer than we wanted, so we apologize. But there is some exciting YouTube videos around the corner. Uh, go to my YouTube page. It's simply my name, Adam Pedersen, and check them out. Uh, got about three done. Hoping to get some more done here before it turns too nasty. And then we have some nice videos done for winter and don't have to do a lot in the winter. Although, Christmas video. Very excited. Also, Burke, are you excited? even though they can't hear you, to talk Halloween stuff in October? Yes. All right. Okay. Thank you, Mark. Appreciate you. Appreciate Mr. Paints. Hot, hot. And appreciate all of you who listen.